Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hey guys, hope you are fine. Well, I announce you Tina Barrett posted today the demo of her first single called Fire, written by Ryan Laubschner and Tina herself. Let us know what you think. Love, X, heart, full stop, Francois. Oh wow, so what's this news in English? It's Tina Barrett's new single. Well, the demo of. Right, okay. Um, it's on her official MySpace. Which, which serves as the, the Oxcast message board. Have you had a listen? Fifteen plays. <laughs> new demo. Oh no! New single. See, we check it's it. Got... It's obviously just gone up 15... this minute. We're we're one of the first people. <laughs> this is an exclusive, guys. Um, you wouldn't get this kind of shit anywhere else, yo. I think we'd have to like ask permission to play, on the uh, on the Ogpod. Should we actually do that? Mm. Should we ask for Tina Barrett's official permission? Yeah, 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 do that. Send a message now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. How do we contact her? Just, I don't know. Uh, Uh... Should I just email her the, uh... Hello, we do a podcast and we'd be very interested in playing the demo of your new single on one of our episodes and then you know just sign it off you know Simon XX and then after that embedded in the email is that fake nude photo (laughs) that you found (laughs) of her (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh god oh my god ugh I can't see what could possibly go wrong with that. Hello, and welcome to Simon, how are you doing, friend? What's up, dog? Man. What? Man, dog. Dog, man. Half man, half dog. All man. 50% man. <laughs> Mostly man. Slightly dog. <laughs> man, man, dog. All man, dog. <laughs> right, good. Okay. Good. 
So how are you? How are you, friend? Have you snowed in, in there in London, um, Londinium Town? Not really. There's a light dusting, as though London is a Victorian sponge, and the snow is the icing sugar. Oh, a Victorian sponge, here. not a Victorian sponge. A Victorian sponge from Victorian ages. No, Victoria sponge. It's named after Victoria, Queen Victoria. She obviously liked her sponge. She must have done, yeah. Whereas our Queen today enjoys delicious, pristine Jaffa cake of a morning on a silver platter. Do you think someone brought... Victoria preferred a slice of Victoria sponge. Someone brought, like, sponge, what? a sponge cake to Victoria, and she was like, This is a bit dry! <laughs> Could you put some jam in the middle of it? <laughs> and they did yeah. that. And the Victoria sponge born. was born. Snap, indeed. And she sprinkled a little bit of icing on it, much like the snow that is now dusting my front drive as well, yes. But apparently there's going to be some more snow, so we may well be stuck inside for the next few days. We'll have to do a snow cast if we get trapped. If we get screwed over here. Yeah, that would be something to look forward to. So, sorry, you were telling me about that movie description. Oh yeah, uh, an actual description that's in TV Guide magazine. The uh, the movie is Hard Target and the description was um, Man must hunt a man who hunts men. Oh my god, is that the tagline or what? Can you imagine that being the tagline? <laughs> <laughs> like on the front of a film poster. Who's it got in it? Like, is it like some fucking guy like Man Sean... must hunt man who hunts men, man. Who's man, that, man, dog. Who's that kung fu, kung fu, completely nuts guy who did the train films where he was like on, on a train? Steven Seagal. Yeah, the, Steven um, Seagal. Has he got him he's in now a, He's now a police officer. Is he? Well, a deputised. He's a deputised police officer. He is a badass. And um, he has like Seagal vision. Right. So he's like sitting in the back seat of the cop car because he's not allowed to drive it. Why not? Because he's only a deputy. Oh. Sitting in the back... Right. He like looks at a black. There's like a little black boy just stood out in the rain, and he's like smoking a cigarette. And suddenly it goes into cigar vision, and there's like this whoosh sound effect, and there's this weird visual effect that happens. This kind of like um, bullet time or something, and it focuses on this poor, this yeah, poor yeah, little yeah. black boy smoking a fag. Like Georgie LaForge's visor. <coughs> um, when he presses the side of it, and it goes. And zooms in. Like when the predator sees someone, he goes. Yeah. It's like cigar vision. It's like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although actually, there's a black teenager smoking. Yeah. A suspicious cigarette. This poor little lad. He's just. He's just. He's just sat there. Well, not sat there. He's satting there. He's satting there having a cigarette. Right. And uh, <laughs> fucking hell. Cigar knows that there's <laughs> trouble. He can detect it. And so the the car stops, they get out, and they question the youth, they search him, and they find, like, a crumb of drug. <laughs> a crumb of drug? Yeah. Oh my god! A single solitary crumb of drug. <laughs> a crumb of drug? Oh god, I, I hesitate to ask what kind of drug. The kind of drug that um, oh, kind of breaks Lord. down into crumb. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to crumb. Maybe it's a big. Singular. Maybe it's a Victorian sponge. 
<laughs> Victoria sponge is a cake, but Victorian sponge, that's like, it's like street lingo for a, for a drug. Oh, the bad what's drug. called that terrible drug, drug that we thought of? Spacker. Spacker. Uh... <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. This poor kid, he's paid a whole badger for that crumb of drug. That crumb of spacker. That crumb of spacker, yeah. Oh dear, poor boy. It's the going rate <sighs> for a crumb of spacker. It's a badger. I, I believe so, yeah. The correct currency. Um... It's not a monkey, not a pony. It's a badger. But um, apparently it's not even Steven Seagal who's in Hard Target. Right. Jean-Claude Van Damme, <laughs> the other one. <laughs> well, that was... A... <laughs> so you got this... We <laughs> <laughs> got that completely wrong. Oh, well. Oh, God. I'm Simon's uncle. And when I'm not running away from spiders and farming and cleaning up pig street, I like listening to the yog part. <laughs> Pig sheet. Yeah. Fuck. Oh my god. A doctor's son from Nottinghamshire who sent threatening emails to a pop star has been jailed for six months. Stephen Hindley, 41, showered S Club singer Tina Barrett with roses, chocolates and teddy bears. But when the messages were ignored, he began to mention threats to the band, including a potential sniper attack. Whoa, when was this news from? Like... Now... 2003. Ah, uh, so about, okay, quite a long time ago. Seven years ago. <laughs> well, six and a half. So this is old news yeah. you're reading out now, but about a stalker. Well, yeah, I'm just worried the potential implications of me emailing Tina Barrett a fake nude of herself. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just wondering how she might take that. The last guy who did something similar went to prison for six months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking I might have to uh, I might have to rethink this strategy. There must be a way you can just contact people. Why doesn't she just have a normal email address? Is it because of nutters like that man and me? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even listened to it yet. It's got 17 plays now. You're it's slowly going it. up. The fuck is this? Someone's singing, but it isn't Tina Barrett at the start. Oh, there we are. Uh. She sounds like, um, Anastasia. She sounds like Anastasia. What, Tina Barrett, or, um... Yeah, she's kind of putting on a weird voice. A weird voice? God, well, that was terrible. <laughs> that was two seconds, two minutes of your life you're never going to get back. I just kind of forwarded through it a bit and then just stopped playing it. What's wrong with it? Why, is it just not catchy or is it not... That's an exclusive for the Yogpod, the Tina Barrett's new single demo, <laughs> Fire. <laughs> There we go. We don't have to uh, don't have to actually ask for permission now because we've already done. That it. was a brilliant little. <laughs> that was a brilliant little rendition. Oh man. I'm a man, and when I'm not having a pint in the pub or working on tech building site, I listen to Yogpod. P. 
people are arguing about how you spell yognaut. Because you were kind of thinking of it like a, an astronaut. So N-A-U-T. But I kind of prefer spelling it as like naught, as in nothing. N-A-U-G-H-T. Oh, I see. So you've been spelling it differently to the way I've been spelling doing. it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> what if the Yognauts break into two factions, like the IRA and the real IRA did? <laughs> it's like oh. it's like the Methodists and the Protestants. It's like their religion is almost exactly the same. You know, the original text is the same, but yeah. they have a little discrepancy over a sort of a tiny detail of the Bible. Well, would you like to set the record straight here and now? Um, well, I think it's perfectly fine to spell Yognaut either way. N-A-U-T or N-A-U-G-H-T. I think they're both valid ways to spell Yognaut. I think if you're more of a fan of Lewis, you should spell it N-A-U-T. But if you're more of a Simon person, it should be N-A-U-G-H-T. Okay, I think we'll go, <laughs> we'll go with that then, as a sort of ground rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there we go. That's It's gospel now. Now it's been said by us, that's it, it's law. Ask your friends, are you more of a Simon or a Lewis fan? <laughs> are you a Yognaut or are you a Yognaut? <laughs> I think um is on a postcard to yogscast at gmail dot com. I do want to see more pictures of people called Dave Yognor and stuff like this all over the world in different like places on the internet in different I just want to see loads of stuff. And we're gonna start putting it pictures, aren't we, on the on yogscast dot com when we redo the website. Are we? We'll have more blog posts. I mean yes, we are. Letters from the Yognaut, Nort, Nort, I had a, a letter from someone called Xbox Man 79 uh, He says, Hi, it's Simon and Lewis. Love the show. Just want to let you know that you do have an Australian fan base. Okay. Oh my god. I was sitting on the train the other day and the guy next to me was cracking up listening to his iPod, which was in his lap. I glanced over at it and almost burst out into laughter when I saw it was one of your podcasts. The one about the tuna and microwave bag. And this was some 40-something-year-old businessman. Oh, that's a bit creepy. I've just about gotten used to the fact that it's all teenagers that listen to us. It now seems weird that a man in his 40s... (laughs) Someone's... (laughs) I mean, I'm only like eight and a bit years away from being 40 myself. Yeah, that's true. Oh, God! He probably wasn't even 40, he was probably in his early 30s and has grey in his beard, like me. <laughs> so you're saying so he that, looks 10 years you know, older. this is... It was me, that's what I'm saying, it was me. Right, he you caught me. Australian train. Yeah, well, I was, um, I just thought I'd tour Australia, like a Yogpod tour. Um, I'd like go into bars. Do and gigs. I'd, I'd just so, stand up yeah. on the bar on a table and I'd just start doing uh, bits that we do from the uh, the show so I'd start talking about Jaffa Cakes and stuff um. <laughs> what do you mean bits there's no like rude, we don't have any routines or bits. any like like anything scripted so I don't know what you do it's the regular the regular kind of things that we go over our little um... <laughs> the regular ground that we cover yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tina Barrett well trod ground that is Tina Barrett <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, T. Anyway, I tapped him on the shoulder and kind of put my hand to my head in a salute. I felt like a total idiot <laughs> and said, I am Dave, exclamation point, Yognaut. Okay. He laughed and repeated it back to me. Oh, my God. And then, quite unexpectedly, a third guy who was sitting oh, off come on. kind of emo this or goth. did not happen. This did not happen. He, this is too He good. laughed and said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? See, the thing is... It's quite believably written, but it's just so ridiculous that it can't have happened, can it? He says this is quite one of the weirdest things I've ever experienced. I don't know. Do you, do you reckon this happened? I would love this to have happened. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to believe that this happened. We, we're going to believe it just because it's it's so good. It's too good to not believe. So the entire Yogpod fan club... Of Australia, basically, this is three people recognised mm. one another. It's like a little convention. Did salute, almost. Yeah, our first ever like Australian Yog- convention. Yognaut meets up. <laughs> Yogcon. Yeah. <laughs> Yogcon. <laughs> Can you oh, imagine dear. if we had to be like on a panel? You know, it, uh, sitting behind like a table in front of a load of fans and answer questions oh, from God. them. <laughs> the questions will be like this, you know, like. Oh. I'll be I'll be me and you be a fan, okay? Okay, let me just get some questions. Oh, sorry. What you you're gonna answer the questions, are you? You're gonna ask the questions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Go it's on like then. we're at YogCon. Okay, so I'm behind this the desk. Q and A session. I'm sitting there with my my hands up. No, no. On the desk in front of my. <laughs> what? So I'm the fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. said you be the fan. Yeah. What? Okay, so I'm the fan. Yeah, you're the fan. All right. Okay, and you're you're me. <laughs> So you're me, <laughs> fuck, and I'm a fan. <laughs> okay, um, hello Simon, it's really good to see you, I'm a big fan of yours. Hello. Um, my older sister really fancies you. <laughs> That's a good oh. me. That's a good me, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> hello. Uh, yeah, I've been meaning to ask you this... Am I Australian? Yes, you're Australian. Hello's fair dues. I've been uh, I've been meaning to ask you this question for some time. I don't know what part of Australian that is. Uh, yeah, somewhere in Australian. <laughs> Australian. <laughs> so you're sitting around <laughs> behind this okay. desk with a glass of water. Right. This video cameras yeah. all around on me, yeah. recording this whole conference. Are there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we also? Is it like being broadcast over the internet? It's like yeah. a live Yog Yogs cast. Yog yeah, 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 yeah. It's being live streamed. Okay, I've got to ask. I've got to ask you a question. Um, I always been wondering. Um, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. I apologise. <laughs> I always have uh, been been wondering. Um, do you like Barbies? That's a question, Australian. Thank you. What else? Thank, thank you for your question. I love remember, Barbies. Remember, you're me. I know. You're me. Sorry. You're not you. Have okay. I... Okay. <laughs> the creepy voice. That's good. That's good. Uh, yes, I'm an enormous fan of Barbies. I have a very large collection. And, it's amazing. Um... It's like you're channeling me, but when I'm not being funny. 
<laughs> what would you say? What would you say? And then I will say it in my in in my voice. I'm a big fan of Barbies. Um, I like to cook sausages on them. Oh snap! And that would be about it. And then, of course, everybody would, you know, there'd be like a mumble of appreciation in the audience. You know, be like, ah, yeah. Oh, what, you mean, uh, the thing is, I I thought you were talking about the dolls. What? No, Barbie. It's Australian I you were for about Barbie dolls. That's what I was going on about. Why would someone ask if I collect dolls? It's uh... a bit weird. Well, that's what the yognauts usually ask. They do usually ask. This is a disaster. This is terrible. This is the worst yogcon I've ever been to. I shan't be going to another. I travelled here from Australia. That's literally... Here. Yes. A hundred miles away. <laughs> um, right. Do you, do you want to... Um... Are you still being me? Or what's going on? I don't... I can't really do an impression of you. I can do a good impression of you. I can do a good Lewis. Can you? Go on then. Yeah. Do you want to, you want to hear this? Mm-hmm. Um, is there any line or something in particular you'd want me to say in in your style? Uh, well, you could say something like, Hello and welcome to the Yogpod. Hello and welcome to Yogpod! <laughs> right, okay. I see where this is going now. <laughs> I think that's one of um, my finest um, impressions, Lewis. Beep, beep, boop, 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 beep, 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 boop, boop, boop. This is your iTunes speaking. Thank you for downloading Yogpod. I enjoy listening to Yogpod. Thank you. Beep, 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 boop, boop. Okay, this there's a letter from someone called Mark in California, US. He sends. He says he wanted to point out that in the Halloween episode. Simon's mother most likely got the idea of killing someone with a leg of frozen lamb. Do you remember that? From a short story written by Roald Dahl. The story is basically a woman who is at home when her husband comes home and tells her he is leaving her for someone else. She is shocked, goes to the kitchen, asking what he wants for dinner, and ah. pretending that nothing's happened, and gets a leg of lamb from the freezer, sneaks up behind him and smashes it over his head. She then puts the leg of lamb in the oven, practices something in the mirror, and goes out to the local supermarket. She buys various things for dinner, smiles at the clerk, has a short friendly conversation, then goes back home and is shocked to see her husband lying dead on the floor. She frantically calls the police, who come to investigate. They first think of her as a suspect, but she is completely distraught. She tells them that she was at the supermarket. They call the clerk, who says that she was completely normal, happy, and it couldn't have been her. The leg of lamb is just about done now, and she asked the policeman if they are hungry. They agreed to stay for dinner, and quote, oh. Look at that gash on his head. The murder weapon must have been a huge blunt object. It must be around there somewhere, as they tuck into the delicious lamb. Brilliant. So it's Roald Dahl. I thought it was Agatha Christie. So Roald Dahl but... has actually written this whole whole plot of yours already. Well, it was Isn't my mother's. Crazy? My mother came up with that. She probably independently. She probably read it to you as a child. You know, she might have done. It's a lovely story to read to a child, isn't it? (laughs) Lovely. (laughs) Mummy, mummy, story time, story time. Now, now, Simon. (laughs) You know it's too late for story time. One story, please, mummy. Oh, okay then. This one is called Murder by Leg of Lamb. (laughs) 
Oh god. <laughs> oh. I had, a, I had a lovely childhood. Lovely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh god. Hello. I am Her Royal Highness Queen Elizabeth II. And this York pot is by royal appointment. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. One fancies a Jaffa cake. Excellent. Um, can you do one from oh, the old man right. who's fallen over? <laughs> you say these, you say these things. I can't remember what that is. The old man who's fallen over. What yeah. The fuck? yeyeah. <laughs> How am I supposed to know what that is? It's okay. Don't worry. There's an email from Sean Waldron. He says hello. Just asking, wanted to ask you guys what you think of the new Avatar movie, if you've seen it. So that's the first part. Have you seen Avatar yet, Simon? I haven't. Hannah's seen it twice, hasn't she? In 3D and everything. Yeah, I saw it with my brother. We got, like, oh. nice seats. We had popcorn. Oh. It was great. Um, it was. It's a good film. How much was it? How much did it cost? About £11 each. <laughs> Oh my god. I know. Inclu- well, that was for the nice seats and it covered the popcorn and stuff and the drinks, so that was quite fine. And it's quite a long film, so you sort of need a bit of munchies. I thought it was a, a visual masterpiece, as everyone else thinks. It's very, very pretty, you know, very dazzling. But to be brutally honest, I didn't really enjoy it. Um, I thought it was a bit like an inferior version of Dances with Wolves. And there were some enormous plot holes in it, like... It was just a bit silly, and I sort of got a bit... I found myself a bit bored with it about halfway through, but I stuck it out. I tell you what I actually really, really enjoyed watching was the Quentin Tarantino film Inglorious Bastards. 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 It's a brilliant film. Very, very, very funny. Mm. Really good, really enjoyable. Completely unpredictable, as all Tarantino films are. You just don't know what's going to happen. And that's something I like, you know? I like films and stories where... They have an unexpected surprise in them. I probably prefer that to just a drippy ava- like avatar where you know that you know exactly what's going to happen. Like midway through the film, you know he's going to save the people and blah blah blah. Something that was quite interesting is that um, people who have watched Avatar and really gotten into it have actually suffered from like a depressive episode. When they realise that, you know, it's not real, it's not happening, they're never going to be going to a planet like uh, Pandora and live that wild life with all those wonderful sights. Oh, what the hell? And it's like the the reality of the world hits them and they get really upset. There's been, like, loads of cases of this and there's, like, support groups and that stupid shit up. I I don't know. It's it's pretty and it sucks you in 3D style, but it's not really... Yeah, (laughs) it's brilliant, isn't it? Have you played Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2? OMG, I hate typing that because it's such a long title. Have you played uh, Call of Duty, the new one, Simon? Um, I haven't, no. No, Of course you haven't. I've completed it. It's brilliant. Brilliant game, master visual oh God, masterpiece. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, love the videos and stuff, blah, blah, blah. I enjoyed the podcast about Poundland because the description of your nan is exactly the same as my nan. Her goal in life when I visit her is to waste as much money as possible in Poundland. Wow. I am Dave Exclamation Mark Yognaught. He spelled it the way you he spelled it the way you yeah. say it, so Yeah. We we got this says, new hello, thing. We should hello say to this. The queen. We should say we got this new We've, thing. I think I'll put it in a We got this new thing. Yeah. If people prefer me to Lewis, uh you spell the naught in Yognaught N A U G H T. If you are a Lewis person then you spell Yognaut with N-A-U-T at the end. Like astronaut, yeah. And that's the official what's, word. What's your is... what's your spelling come from? Why would people be spelling it like... Naught, as in zero. That's where I got it from. Oh, I see. Yognaut. Yog-zero. And you got it from Why... astronaut. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like so yours people makes who ride sense, on the logically. Yog-pod. Yeah, that's what I was going with. But... The thing is, I like the fact that my spelling doesn't make sense... That's what I find appealing about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I yeah. like that I'm getting people to, to misspell a word that we've made up. Uh, he, <laughs> yeah. Okay, thanks, thanks for oh. that. Uh, You're welcome. Sean. Oh, right. Thanks, Sean. Say hi to the Queen for me. Okay, are you going to say hello to her? Oh, yeah. Hello. Um, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I'm an old man, and I've fallen over. I can't get up, but it's alright, because I've got me iPod, and I'm listening to the Yogpod. Ooh, me back. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty funny. That oh was very God. funny. I have a 94% match on OKCupid. Really? What's her name? Um, I don't think I should reveal that information. I don't know how... I mean, what's normal? I've got no idea what's normal on this at all. Is it normal to have really high things on... She's answered 530 questions. Which is a little bit worrying. So this 94% match, she works for a charitable organisation. Oh, right. She's a bit of a goth. She teaches illiterate people how to read. Ah. Oh. <laughs> this, this is like close to my ideal woman, apparently. It's just a, it's a bit worrying. She's got st- strange teeth, which is a bit odd. She says she's got strange teeth. <laughs> That's what it says. She's got huge breasts. <laughs> this is your ideal woman. <laughs> Man, I think we found love. Her Mills and Boone... Her Mills and Boone kind of writing is Anne McCaffrey. Her Mills and Boone writing? But she likes Neil Gaiman. Her kind of like trashy, romantic sort of fiction of choice is Anne McCaffrey. Dragon. Yeah. Dragon Age? Dragon, oh, what is I it? can't dragon remember. Something? But yeah, it was basically loads of flying dragons, wasn't it? There's a match percentage, there's a friend percentage, and there's an enemy percentage from people who have answered opposite to you. So you can actually search for oh. people. Who's your... Can you sort by... By enemy? Right. I'll look at... Ev- Shall I look at everyone? 
in the world by enemy. Yeah, find your worst enemy in the world. Find your nemesis. So, sorry, did you answer these questions all genuinely? More or less. Okay, let's see. He's from Maryland, he's 29 years old, he's African-American, and he's 96% my enemy. Right, okay. His profile says, I am a very humble person, love to give respect to anyone, and love having sex. So he's like the opposite of me? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? I'm not sure about that. I'm really good at, and he filled in, handling girls anywhere at any time, ha ha ha. This is terrible. Favourite books, movies, music and food. Porn and action movies. Hate reading. Listen to anything. (laughs) The six things I could never do without. Sex. Bed. Good foods. Sex. Sex. My car. Oh, Jesus, my car. (laughs) I don't know if this guy's for real, but... They are, of course they uh, are. I spend a lot of time thinking about how I be more successful in life. On a typical Friday night, I am out clubbing or fucking. Oh my god. So this guy is my worst enemy in the world. Right, born again 33. 31-year-old female who's straight and single from Houston, Texas. Is she your match or your enemy? She's an enemy. 89% my enemy. 1% friend. Self-summary. I would just like to say I am disgusted by this site and some of the things you people have written up. None of you have any respect for society or religion. However, my friend says this is the only way I'm going to meet any men. (laughs) (laughs) My favourite books, movies, music and food. The Bible is the only book I'll ever need. I enjoyed The Passion of the Christ. Music is the devil's work. I like fried chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Mummy? Mummy? Can I listen to the yoke pod? Fuck off! Mummy! No! (laughs) (laughs) uh, Obviously that's J.K. Rowling and her child. (laughs) (laughs) One of my worst enemies on OkCupid is Single Mom 75. (laughs) Can you imagine we meet? Din din. We're like on opposite sides of the street. Our eyes meet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's like a crash of thunder, and we just start running towards each other. And we fly in the air, and I karate kick her, and she punches me, and we get into a big scrap. Man, I would pay good money to see, see that. See, remember, right? Bear in mind, this is a this is a person who is almost the complete opposite to me. Okay. My self-summary, I'm a kind, loving, caring, sweet, giving person. (laughs) God fucking damn it. The thing is, I think when people put that in their profile, the fact they need to put that means they're not any of those things. Clearly, if she's given the the answers that are opposite to me, I mean, there's about a hundred fucking questions about is it okay for people of the same sex to marry or adopt? And I'm betting fuckloads of people just answer no, no, no. And they're also, like, incre- incredibly religious and right-wing. And that makes them my worst enemy, automatically. 
Because all the fucking questions are about that kind of shit. Yeah. I'm going to have to sign up and see how compatible we are. Oh my god! That's a terrible, terrible idea. I've put so much personal information... I need to Wouldn't check Wouldn't it be, like, phone. uber creepy if we were, like, <laughs> a 95% match or something? We're not... <laughs> it's like... No. This is your soul, mate. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Just accept it. It's like you search for like you search for matches and it like comes oh, up with God. like you know Happy Pants okay. Jill from you know she's thirty four from Loughton or whatever and then it comes oh, up God. the next one it says this one was a particularly high match so we put it down anyway it's a man and it's like me <laughs> can you imagine it's ninety nine point nine 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 percent you should let and they're you like know. this is a record we've never had high, <laughs> such a high score. We think it's worth you two just turning gay. <laughs> Our computer algorithms have determined... The server blew up <laughs> when it calculated it. What else have we forgotten? Um, can you do... Give me something ridiculous. You're going to say, old man with hemorrhoids who's riding a horse. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, what? <laughs> can you do that? Oh, God. Hey. Hang on, see if I can... I want to make some kind of like noise that sounds like I'm on a horse. You need some coconuts or something. It's too tinny, isn't it? Hang on. I'm an old man with hemorrhoids! <laughs> <laughs> What am I doing? I'm hitting my fucking <laughs> keyboard with a comb. <laughs> it's so weird that everyone knows what their star sign is, but they don't know what blood type they are. Unless they do. I'm a uh, A. Oh. Like you. What blood type are you? I'm a uh, Yog positive. <laughs> well done. I think there's some weird thing that goes on in my family. Yeah, you turned because... out a bit weird, didn't you? Actually, no, so... I don't think it's my family. It was my mum's family. Because my granddad was AB, and my nan was O. Your granddad was a B? Your granddad was a B? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> uh, so if you're a quarter B, does that make you like a hornet or something? Yeah, my mother was a wasp. <laughs> And I'm a hornet. My grandfather was a bee. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Can you do... <laughs> oh. We've been doing a bit of thinking, and we've decided it's time to end the Yogpot. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is the end of the yog pod. You mean this time, this week? Yeah. This is the end of the, um, the episode for this week. Yeah, sorry. Didn't mean to give you the wrong impression. It's over. This is the end. One thing. Welcome to the end. We're thinking of doing is getting t-shirts made. So they'd be quite nice red t-shirts with the white logo on. They'd probably be quite good quality ones. Um, I don't know. They'd probably cost around the tenner or something. So, I mean, if people are interested in buying a T-shirt, give us a, an email. Because we want to sort of get an idea of how many 
we can sell because the more people that want them the cheaper they'll be basically um, so do let us know about that That that's interesting yorkscast at gmail.com um, and also uh, if you want to continue giving us uh, donations to keep us going um, you can also paypal yorkscast at gmail.com or click the donation links on the site uh, if you don't want to donate money you can help out by uh, voting for us on Podcast Alley or leaving us a review on iTunes if you haven't done that. Uh, that would be fantastic. Thank you very much. You summarised that nicely. Fare thee well, merry yognauts. Until next time. Bye. Bye bye. This has been a production of the Yogpod.